Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is A Lot To Learn with Austin Rogers. For the guy who knows everything, he's still got a lot to learn. Without further ado, here's Austin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. I have no idea what time it is because it is a podcast and you listen to podcasts whenever you might. Perhaps you are driving cross country as I recently did. Uh, today is going to be really interesting because we are getting into the deep, dark worlds of science with Dr. Emil Schopenhauer of the Chernenko Institute. Hi, Dr. Schopenhauer, welcome. Nice to meet you. How's it going? It's going very well. Uh, Emil, Dr. Schopenhauer, how do you prefer? Actually, it's pronounced uh, Emil Schopenhauer. Emil Schopenhauer. Yeah, but that's Schopenhauer. You know, whatever, whatever you prefer. Emil. I'll call you Emil then. Uh, Dr. Emil. Tell us a little bit about the innovative work that's done at the Chernenko Institute. Well, we actually put a lot of effort into combining spirituality and medicine together. It's uh, semi-medical engineering. Uh, It's going to be the wave of the future. We're trying to combine all sorts of different technologies, things like yoga, Pilates with heart transplants, things like that. That is absolutely fascinating because a lot of the medical community is always like, no, we are all about science and they pretty much write off uh, so-called holistic medicines. Uh, But you have reached critical breakthroughs in this sort of mind, heart, body confluence thing that – The Chernenko Institute, uh, there's a big paper that you'll be publishing shortly that I think is going to be an earthquake in the medical community. How all of a sudden have we breached this sort of psychic meld into the body? I don't I don't I literally understand nothing about what you do. (laughs) No, it's totally fine. Uh, And really, who does at the end of the day? (laughs) Uh, no, uh, actually, I understand most of it. But the point is, uh, you wanted to know how we approach this. And you, you hit the nail on the head. A lot of uh, backwards, old world, primitive, caveman-like, Neanderthalish uh, doctors prefer to focus with uh, focus their, their treatments on Western medicine, which is a lot of hacking here and sewing up there. They like to ignore Eastern medicine. And that's the problem. You can't study something for 3,000 years and, you know, miss entirely. Am I right? I mean, I assume so, but like uh, there's been no studies uh, that say acupuncture works or that, you know. You're quite uh, right. (laughs) Well, acupuncture there, you heard it here first. Acupuncture does not work. Uh, Yeah, no. All studies to date have proven that we don't know if holistic medicine works. Has it worked yet? Not that we can tell. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It just means that we haven't figured out how to see what it's doing. And what is the Chernenko Institute doing to sort of get this? I mean, well, well, look, there's a lot of problem uh, uh, programs. 
and problems at the Trinanko Institute. But this paper that is coming out is going to blow the doors off of the medical community, possibly the global community at large. Now, there was one term in, you couldn't send me the paper, but you could send me, what do you call it, the brief or the prospectus or whatever? Uh, the abstract. The abstract. Is yes. that what it's called in the medical terms? Uh, in the research world, what I sent you was the abstract. The abstract. And it said, and to paraphrase, it literally said mind meld. Yes. Uh, what we found is that uh, through immersion in uh, a, 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 a bath of black tea, essential oils, and um, 30 weight motor oil, we are able to create a psychic link between organisms. Now, the gamut of organisms, your, your abstract, I love that word, abstract, your abstract... It is pretty abstract. <laughs> your abstract only mentioned uh, that it was substantially done on goats. Am I incorrect? Uh, yes. yes. Um, well, <laughs> uh, goat, G-O-A-T, uh, the, uh, in terms of uh, the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. Yes. What we did was first we started um, with two of the greatest game cartridges of all time. Um, of course, that being uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time on Nintendo 64. Please tell me the other one is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Actually, it's Sonic the Hedgehog 3, the one with Knuckles that you could uh, plug another game into. Yes, you could. But, oh, okay. We needed okay. to use that because it allowed us to create a very unique control where we uh, plugged in another Sonic 3 on top of that and then a Game Genie to see if any of these codes could transmit through the bath into the Ocarina of Time. And what we found where we were able, after a considerable, a considerable amount of work uh, by my grad students, of course, uh, and myself, uh, we were able to get Link to do a spin dash. And this is really groundbreaking stuff. Uh, we moved from game cartridges uh, up to jellyfish, eventually chickens, and then uh, naked mole rats, of course, because of the skin uh, being naked. It's it clo closest analog to exactly. human skin. Yes, yeah, right. closest analog to human skin, and it transmits better. Uh, fur is a terrible, terrible conductor. Perfect insulator, incidentally. Uh, now when, okay. So the, the biological subjects after you've gotten, you've surmounted it with technology first, right? And what, what's the connection between these two oil baths? Like, or what's the connection while you're in the, what's the full, what is the hard wired technology for these connections? I don't understand how you are transmitting. Like when the, the animal subject is immersed in the bath, are they hooked up with electrodes? Do they have those little, the colander looking brain thingies on their heads uh and then like are you just doing like an isdn line between the two baths i don't <laughs> i don't understand no that's come on i know i i know nothing you know better than that i literally do not okay fiber optics i don't know no 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 actually it's just alligator clips uh what you do is you remove a portion of the skull and you are able to hook the alligator clips directly up to the portions of the brain that we care about. Now, uh, needless to say, it does terrible things to the other portions of the brain, but because we don't actually care about them, it's totally fine. The animal subjects. 
Uh, yes. You uh, do not care about them. Oh, no, no. We care about the animal subjects. Our funding depends on it. Uh, what we don't care about are the portions of the brain being destroyed by the alligator clips. But isn't that And the animal honestly doesn't care much about anything itself. <laughs> once, once the alligator clips are applied. Yeah. Actually, once the skull comes off, that's about the, uh, that's about the end of that. Um, now, what are the ramifications of this technology? Because how um, – okay, so you've now got through you know, progressive, progressing up, I guess, the evolutionary chain and getting to more complex organisms. Uh, what, what, what do you hope to accomplish by in, intraneural transmission between two organisms? I mean what, what could I that mean, do? I mean the possibilities are limitless. I uh, know. What are some of the could, possibilities? So for instance, um, complex maneuvers – in uh, spacecraft, fighter jets could be managed by two, three, four pilots all connected together, uh, piloting an unmanned drone from the sky, uh, fighting terrorism, you know, putting up the good fight, uh, defending freedom. And uh, you have other options. Uh, you could have, for instance, uh, several surgeons coordinating a surgery together and uh, an artificial intelligence could take their movements from their brains and transmit it into the perfect surgical performance. Um, now, there are... And then, of course, dating sites. There are uh, concepts in science fiction. Like, you sound like you just went Pacific Rim on us with, like, the two fighters, huh. the robots are too complex, so he needs two brains to do it, which always sounded a little ridiculous to me. Well, actually, what's funny about it is that for that to be ridiculous, that's the only believable part of the film. Most brain-computer interfaces have been uh, developed by the Defense uh, Department to handle such applications. And they actually found that in a flight simulator, two pilots whose brains were connected through uh, um, those colander hats, as you so adorably, uh, naively, foolishly uh, phrased it, um, those pilots were able, with their minds having been trained, uh, to... to get that plane to navigate a rather difficult course. And while there were no survivors at the end of the simulation, what they found was that on their own, these pilots had underperformed greatly. And there is some argument about whether having part of their skulls removed had anything to do with that. But uh, these men gave their, uh, well, their social lives uh, for this country and of course, the uh, the ability to to live on their own, and and we thank them every day for their service. I mean, this is groundbreaking work, uh, but it seems thank like you. you're thank you you're going in sort of an end run, uh, because isn't isn't the goal of you know modern technology to cut out? The human interaction, like, don't shouldn't we be working on like AI and robots and like like un, completely unmanned craft? Like, why do we need why do we need humans and their dual psychic links to control these machines anymore? You know, it's funny. This comes up a lot uh, in my discussions. Uh, I'm part of a group that, uh, you know, often argues about the virtues of eugenics. And one of the things that we realized was that 
There is no improving on what evolution has created, at least thus far. We just don't have the understanding of the mechanisms or the technology to master. So everything is sort of a pale comparison of what nature has already refined. We have computers that really function like certain parts of the brain that connect different regions of the cortex. We also have uh, fleshlights that almost perfectly mimic uh, portions of the female uh, anatomy, uh, various portions. Uh, it, it really is almost one-to-one. -one. And yet here we are fully acknowledging that, I mean, I think you, there's no disagreeing, right? You're not gonna replace the real thing. So what we can do is explore these phenomena, try to master the mechanisms and exploit them for our own interests as the good Lord intended. Well, that's, okay, that, I, I sort of get where you're coming at and um, not to harp on the defense ramifications, but, most of our modern applications, radar, cruise control in your car, radar is a military thing. The microwave was just a radar gone wrong. Yeah. Velcro, all of the, well, maybe not Velcro. Velcro was invented by a crazy Swiss guy. But um, uh, like a lot of our, a lot of our day-to-day -day technologies, GPS, the microprocessor, yeah. these are all trickled down from defense Budgets. Right, but all of the mechanisms at play come from mimicking natural processes. So what are some of the trickle down that we can hope to see once we surmount the partial removal of skull tissue part? Oh, well, like what, what 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 can we've we We've come a long way from there. Oh, we we okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can use like just a helmet now or something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, it's just a little bit of skin and uh, it grows right back, usually within the hairline. Um, we, we, what we really do, it's kind of like, are you familiar with sod placement? Yeah, you we roll. We take the skin, we keep it alive in a culture bath. We do the, our little, you know, electrode dance, uh, to, to put it in colloquial terms, as the kids are saying. And... Uh, Eventually, once we're done with the study, you know, and we make sure that everything's okay and you're performing the same way on the psych test, we put that piece of skin right back on. And it's like nothing ever happened. Well, no. I mean, it's been probably very difficult period of time in these people's lives. But, you know, they got their $500. And uh, as I said, the skin was kept alive. So it's going to go right back on there probably. Um, now, what... what what are so you, you sort of hedged the question there, Doctor Emil? Um, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to. That wasn't my intention. No, no. Um, the 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 civilian applications of this technology, like what can we what can we see uh, in the future? Just like we have radar cruise control on our cars to keep well, us safe. I what mentioned we, before the dating sites, right? Oh, this is very important, right? Imagine you sign up. Do you for anticipate a dating site. psychically melding with your date? Yeah. One of the things that I've, I've noticed is that people have a hard time connecting, okay? And that's not new. That's not an internet thing, okay? We've always been weird as, you know, as sin, right? Personal ads have existed for uh, uh, generations. The, uh, whorehouses, oldest profession, 
Well, not the house. I believe the house but is the house is newer the than the yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. The house is a little bit newer than probably the, the predated job. Uh, yeah. homes in general. Uh, mo- probably a nomadic thing. But the point is, imagine as a woman, you are inundated with hundreds of messages from a range of personality types. Oh, we see them on Twitter feeds and everything, and they're, they're vulgar. They're yeah. like, you, wanna, you want to... From this? the incel to the Chad and everything in between. Yes. All shades of gray. Uh, honestly, I don't understand how you would deal with it. At some point in time, you're just randomly picking emails. You're looking for something that was kind of funny. That's, that's crazy. You, you'd have better luck with your, with your grandmother, you know, talking to someone at the bus station, showing your picture off, giving out your number. You know, this is ridiculous. But imagine you sign up for a service for a very modest premium, of course. You get a helmet. You get connected to a thousand different people. Once your nose stops bleeding, you have a very small group of people that you know are probably your soulmate. I mean, come on, let's be honest. There is no one and only. There's about 10 of each of us probably living in this neighborhood alone. But wouldn't you get inundated by all that pervy stuff as well? Like if if you're going like in a one-to-one or in your case, one woman is linked with like 1,000 other potential dates, wouldn't, wouldn't it just be a catastrophic mental overload just having your brain just battered and barraged with oh, all the pervy oh, stuff. Wait. All right. It's not going to be like some sort of uh, Matrix Thunderdome, okay? What we're going to do is there's a buffer. You, you, you go there, you, you create a personality profile, and as the personalities try to meld up against yours, they simply mathematically will be weeded out. Oh, so there's a hard stop. Like There's no exchange of thoughts or personal information. It, it's just there's who a, you are and who they are. There's a barrier in between. Briefly that has to- just, just bouncing up against each other and then drifting off like two butterflies accidentally running into each other in, in, in the sun. And what you will ultimately have is a small pool of people that pass this gut reaction who you are as a person test doesn't matter about the pictures it doesn't matter what they said you like the same movies that's all going to come out in the wash it's perfectly fine this technology will there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com weight loss that's plushcare.com weight loss plushcare.com weight loss i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
streamlined dating for the modern woman. And the true nice guy, <laughs> that guy's going to get a date, let me tell you. Well, because... five seven isn't going to be a problem with this system. <laughs> well, then it gives the, uh, the, the incel hope, and maybe we could purge that uh, terminology. Oh, no, incels are truly destroyed garbage human beings. It's not their fault. Uh, they were raised wrong uh, and created badly. And so what the goal is is that by totally boxing them out of accidentally date raping somebody or intentionally date raping somebody and, and from their perspective, uh, we will hopefully weed these people out. See, this technology can serve a dual purpose. As I mentioned, I am part of a modest group of scientists who like to discuss the virtues of eugenics. And while I agree that shaping humanity based on the current emotional political, cultural climate is irresponsible and foolhardy. I think we can all agree that incels have always existed and we've always wanted them gone. Understood, understood. I mean, that's some heady baggage to unpack there. Um, but your your futurist sort of ideal is like almost like Millsian. Well, uh, I studied under uh, Michio Kaku. And that is the uh, futurist. Yes, uh, the brilliant futurist. Hunter College, correct? Uh, uh, City College. City College. Yes. I, I am so College sorry. Of New York. Beautiful. Not City College of some other terrible place. Uh, beautiful campus, by the way. It uh, is the lovely. City College of New yes. York, up on what is that? One forty fifth, something like that. One uh, fortieth. Yeah, I believe it runs uh, around one thirty fifth up to one forty first. It's a lovely campus. Uh, provided you stay away from the park at night. Now, we are currently in my um, apartment, but Dr. Emil has traveled quite some way because you can't tell me too much about it, but your facilities are akin. It's the way we were introduced on email. Your facilities are akin to, I think it's the Greenbrier, the secret hotel where Congress should go in case of nuclear war. Like, it's some sort of... Tell us a little bit about the facility in which you work. It is because you can't tell us where it is. You can't it tell is us truly how travel. A wonderful place and a joy to work at, and they are treating me very well. Um, I assume there is no inhumane treatment. Uh, rumors, uh, whether you may have heard them or not, of torture, are completely unfounded, and I certainly am not entirely sure what they're based on. Uh, I will say. Uh, there's, there are a few issues uh, that I could bring up. Uh, their cafe, the coffee is just too darn good. I can barely get any work done. I'm down there all the time. Uh, it is delicious. Uh, some of the work conditions could be improved. Uh, just a few more windows or really any. And um, other than that, it really is just a wonderful place. You know, I feel like I can grow there and uh, learn uh, from other people and from myself and really test my limits. It, it, it's really, it's a really magical place. You have, you've touched on some, oh, really, I'm going to use the P word, problematic subject matter um, bordering on, you know, megalomaniacal social engineering. Where does the Chernenko Institute procure its funding because it seems like this would be a no-fly zone for 
I mean, any company or governmental body with sense? Uh, actually, it, you'd be surprised. Um, we get uh, a fair amount of funding from the NIH and the NHS. We are completely IACUC compliant. We do not torture these animals. There's a, no unnecessary suffering. Um, we have a few Kickstarters. There's uh, various private donors. Um, a few uh, Russian diplomats, actually, who were particularly interested in how this could apply to adoption, uh, as I understand it, uh, were particularly, um, I don't know how to say it, uh, active uh, in terms of funding, um, particularly with some of our applications with a fusion of um, various uh, intelligent breeds of dog with uh, uh, robotic uh, servant bodies. It's something that they had uh, explored in the 60s and the 70s, and they were lacking a lot of the technology back then, but um, it turned out uh, the motor oil was the secret ingredient. And um, now they are more than happy to fund anything that we are able to uh, come up with, really, that, that, that allows um, the mind to communicate with other minds as well as other uh, technology, electronics. This is groundbreaking stuff. Now, you did talk about in the emails where we were interacting, you did talk about the um, the canine technology. And I understand that um, you always see these viral videos of Boston Dynamics robots, right? And mm, like, yes. yeah. And I understand that Chernenko is partnering with Boston Dynamics. Yeah, well, actually, they're really excited. As it turns out, most of their technology, there's a hamster in there. And so uh, they were not able to generate the power necessary for more complex behaviors, uh, thoughts. And so when they found out about our dog brain technology, they were ecstatic. They, they were, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, head over heels. So uh, we are looking forward to partnering up with them. Uh, they are going over our IACUC papers again just because I'm they, sorry, I'm not familiar with that term. What is that? Uh, it's actually it's the governing body uh, responsible for the responsible use of humans and animals and things like that But in research. Um, Oh, and and you, I can't remember what it stands for, but that's not important. And you, I filled out the paperwork. I did my part. I did my part. I I understand. I understand, Sorry. Doctor. Um, so so I'm somewhere else for a second. What Sorry, what, what are the um, now when when? Okay, I can't. I can't. I have to keep grounding this because this is so heady and esoteric stuff. That's really kind of you to say. Uh, <laughs> um. When can we – I just want to get it back to where our listeners can relate. When can we assume that we will see parts of these technologies in our day-to-day lives outside of, you said, dating? Um, because now we've got robot dogs, apparently? I'm not at liberty to say. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but give, give us a time frame. Like, what, what does the kitchen of tomorrow look like in the Chernenko worldview? Because you guys touch on everything. Domesticity, safety, defense, uh, intersocial relationships. But, like, you also touch on the house and the home. So what, what, does, what does the home of the future look like with Chernenko in charge. You know, it's really funny that you would say that. 
I thought I'd covered all my bases. And you have pointed out an incredible uh, intellectual loophole that I have completely slipped through. Which was? I mean, the home. Home and garden applications of brain-computer interfaces. I mean, imagine if you could talk to your plants without having to use your mouth. Or if you could write on your refrigerator notes for your family just by, just by talking to it or waving at it. And, and they would get the note from this refrigerator, which doubled as a server, and it would send it out to your family, and they would know exactly what you needed them to know in that moment. I mean, so a toilet. So little Susie knows, a toilet knows that, that milk. Just the flow to the stress hormones generated in your brain. Because it unknows through your biology what is going to come out? Does I mean, it will be able to detect uh, the need for a courtesy flush or uh, perhaps some sort of uh, aerosol spray, maybe determining by the temperature or the gas content. It could take samples while also determining your stress levels. It could play soothing sounds, uh, maybe a blasted jet of water or a puff of air to aid the process. There's all sorts of applications where you can be removed from the control and it becomes an extension of who you are as a person. So we would like, we would just walk and like the doors would open for us because it knows that you're coming. Yeah, and daddy's home. When you open the fridge, it presents you with a Coca-Cola because it noted that your, your whatever area of the brain craves Coca-Cola fires. Is and- that really? I mean, you have this incredulous look on your face, this just condescending sneer that I, I just, I don't even know how you're talking. I cannot condescend to you because, I mean, you've got like two PhDs, you've got a psychologist. I mean, I'm looking at your CV right now. Yes, and I also have my bartending degree, and uh, I don't mean to brag. I am one coffee away from not just a free coffee. This will be my hundredth card, gold member. At the local coffee shop, Cafe One. Have you heard of it? I have not. Phenomenal place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, no. So pardon me if you've taken any condescension from that. I'm so sorry. Look at your face. Tell your face. I'm looking at the alphabet soup of all the acronyms and the – what just happened? Oh, there we go. Sorry, we just had technical difficulty. It's all good. Um, You didn't have anything to do with that, did you? Not that I know of, but I feel like maybe I've said too much. I don't know. Correct. Hold on. Do you have a bug sweeper? I, I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry about it. I, you were really, saying... Uh, no, ser- like, seriously? No, I'm, I am absolutely positive that they could not have had enough time to put a bug in this place because I didn't even know where I was going. So I don't know how they would have known. We, I mean, we weren't, like, we weren't keeping this secret. Like, we were corresponding... Oh, yeah, but I, in that correspondence, coincidentally, the address was never uh, shared. Oh. Yes. Well, that, for that, we have to blame Maria. No, that's totally fine. Uh, and she has totally recompensed me for being mugged out in the street in this lovely neighborhood. It is truly uh, a historical part of New York around here. You can really taste uh, the residual slavery. 
Dr. Emil, what do you want to say to the uh, the potential consumers of the future um, who might be, you know, a little bit trepidatious, a little bit skeptical about what seems to be really intrusive technology? Look, I completely understand. Uh, I myself am wary. And that is really what the consumer should feel about science. I don't think that they should be afraid of science. I think they should be wary. They should know what they're doing, what they're dealing with. I think they should become more active and, and understand what is being fed to them, uh, pumped into them, read to them. Uh, just really a general uh, overhaul of the system of awareness. And I think that science, science isn't out to hurt you, okay? Uh, science, the problem with science is that it doesn't mind if it hurts you as long as it learns something. And that is where the human element comes in. That's why we have things like IACUC, because, you know, we had hurt so many people that, uh, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it warranted some intervention. The point I'm trying to make is we are out there to serve you and defy God and we want to do both of those things at the same time. And, and we are trying. We are trying. Uh, people need to have a little bit more faith and um, pay a little bit more attention to what uh, the, the privacy agreements say. That will help a lot. You know, if you're saying, hey, I don't want to be fed a mutagen that may or may not turn me into a fish consumer. That's totally fine. And you have the option to opt out of that. But you need to be aware because that is how we get you. Game on. That is um, a frankly terrifyingly dystopian look at the future. Nah, I'm just joking, April Fools. Uh, <laughs> we are, uh, the science community is incredibly aware of the dangers that something could, uh, th- that, that something we create could dis- uh, destroy the planet, uh, create a bunch of Rick and Morty Cronenberg humans running around the planet, uh, which was a phenomenal episode. That was a great episode. Real brain bender. By the way, uh, we, this, yeah, I, I don't know how well this is going to go over if you guys caught on that this was the April Fool's episode. Uh, but usually at this metric of time, <laughs> we uh, people have usually tuned out, but we've got Jesse here. <laughs> Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> so, for, so I hope we war of the world them, Jesse. <laughs> that would be, uh, oh, shit. It never occurred to me that people would think this was real. Yes, that's, that's the point. <laughs> oh, that's the point man. of the April Fool's, man. Dang. No, that's the, I'm not going to tell them that it's the April Fool's until right now. Oh, wow. That is some dark shit. I know, dude. You went down a fucking rabbit hole of terror. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's worse, that we improv that or that this, these thoughts actually come out of your head. <laughs> oh, man, that's the filter stuff. 
I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit impressed, and, uh, you know, this is a good come-to-Jesus moment. <laughs> so to be like, all right. <laughs> I just, I, I can't tell if you guys could hear this on the other end, but every five seconds I was ducking away from the microphone and biting my lower lip oh and, God. like, slapping myself in the leg because Jesse is so freaking funny. That's very kind of you. And, and he is an actual scientist, so that's why this plausible deniability of terror. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm, I'm, I don't have the funding. <laughs> does that mean Does that mean you would if you did? It's really complicated, the answer. It's like a whole other, it's a whole other episode. I can't even, I can't even. Look, I'm all about ethics, but it's largely from like a sort of like, I don't want something to like, you know, like, oops, I flushed it down the sink because I didn't think it would be that big a deal, you know? And all of a sudden, there's a bunch of fucking chuds outside my apartment begging for change. It's <laughs> chuds, chuds! Oh, my God, I totally forgot about chuds. Yeah, I think uh, we all tried. Chud, toxic, toxic Avenger, toxic. Oh, dude, toxic. I met Lloyd Kaufman, and it I felt toxic afterward. You know, He's when a wonderful I, man, but holy cow. When I first, when I first moved to Ninth Avenue... Um, in like 2001 or whatever, Troma Studios was still there. Oh, wow. And there was a, the one of the, a side of one of the walk-up buildings said, Troma lives here, Toxic Avenger. Dude. And I was before the day of camera phones, so I totally wish I had taken a photo of that. Right. Because they oh were based God. on 9th Avenue. And apparently I had some friends who went up into the studio and it was just like, or the, the offices, and it was exactly what you would think of it. Just boxes of papers and yeah. magazines and like like that old it's school. Like old private detective's office. Yeah, but like fucking yeah. shitty movies. Yeah, or, or like. I love. Or like a, a, 70s, a 70s Jewish comedy rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you the job at Caroline's. Oh my God. Yeah, no, a little bit of producers mixed yeah. in there. No, yeah. it's uh it's really funny is because like a lot of I was really surprised. It wasn't until I moved to New York and started to meet people that were doing entertainment stuff and you know, I I had I, started with music and then eventually uh dipped into comedy and you start to realize just how much amazing content is generated from like the sketchiest, shittiest environments. It's <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, like my apartment. <laughs> it's like, no, this is actually wonderful. This is there's art. It's lovely uh, layout. You did a great job. <laughs> you should you should have seen it. Uh, you should have seen it three months ago. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, it was a train wreck. It's well, that's the nature of New York, right? Oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, when you get bananas. when you get someone, then you start tidying it up. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you talk about pre nine eleven New York, just because it's something that I only like. I grew up just outside the city, so I'd, I'd come in and I enjoy like sketchy things and weird New York. Right, you're that from my folks. You're took from me to. you're from Rockland, right? Right. I'm from. Well, West I'm originally Chester. from West Massachusetts, but I lived in Rockland most of my life. Right, and my folks lived in New York, and they would take me around, but. I didn't start living here until 2001, and I li- I moved here uh, like three weeks before uh, 9/11, and it was, you know, I got like a little taste of it, and then all of a sudden, right afterward, things started Boom. to change. It was like very slow, like a, like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Things shutting down and people being less cool about stuff and rules, rules, rules. And in a Times Square, just flipping a switch, you know. Yeah. Going from. I mean, Times Square has always been some sort of cesspool. Some, yeah, yeah. And now it's just a totally yeah. different kind of cesspool. They have these like. M- it's an M&M store cesspool. Elmo's with like crack pipe burns on <laughs> I there. Know, like, right? oh. <laughs> and some, and somehow that's worse 
than the sex shops. It's the worst, oh, yeah. By, by the way, all right, let's just, if for those of you who just are still tuning in, even though we totally, it's amazing. we totally, congrats, we totally derailed. Um, I, I hope some of you fell for it. Uh, but when you said the fleshlight, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh my god! You know I haven't used one. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone. I've heard amazing. No, no, I know a bunch of people. Well, I know a bunch of perverts, but I know a bunch of people that have used flashlights and their ripoffs, and they uh, swear by them. They've used them in bed with their partners, and I'm just like, wow. Okay, it's really that great. No, like, yeah, people are meat machines, man. <laughs> we totally, it's just that easy. We, we totally are a rubber vagina that just don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel dirty. I just me too'd myself. Oh my god! Uh, well, Jesse Martin, let's wrap this up by yeah. telling everyone who you really are and what you really do, and then we're going to have you back and do a real interview. So consider oh. this. Yeah. Well, no, you do really interesting stuff. Oh, so consider you. this a teaser. We love we love actual scientists on the <laughs> show. We've inter- interviewed many of them. So let's let's do a little teaser on what me and Jesse Martin will talk about at a later date. Uh, well, um, I am a, a, a PhD student at City College, but I'd been doing research, I guess, for about uh, 10 or 12 years before that and just decided to pull the trigger, get the doctorate, and just start doing my own stuff. Um, I also do stand-up comedy uh, and uh, uh, do you know comedy writing sketch writing uh none of these things has become lucrative yet but <laughs> got a lot of lines in the water hoping they don't get tangled well uh for those of you who tuned into a very special april fools of a lot to learn with austin rogers we thank you very much and uh jesse martin and i will have a chat at a later date on all the cool sciencey stuff <laughs> because we've got some uh we've got some cool sciencey stuff to talk about and we've got some other cool sciencey friends who we might want to bring along for this one awesome jesse this has been freaking hysterical That's my i can't i can't wait to hear what who, the freakouts on this are going to be. Oh, man, I hope it really just kind of... Oh. I mean, I don't want to upset anybody, but, like, I kind of really hope we upset somebody. Oh, when... Oh, oh. Not, not like, offended. Oh. Just like, oh, God, no, the world, you know? When, it's like, oh, Jesus, thank God. When you go... Oh, yeah, you're familiar with sod? Yeah, it's in a chemical bath. It's got the, the electrodes do their electro dance, and we just roll it back on oh, again. It's totally perfect. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening at home that probably can't tell, like, I'm... Uh, I, <laughs> By my accent, I'm I'm black and Jewish, so uh, it's very, you know, like I think people are going to look at this podcast and they're going to like see the pictures and be like, well, this clearly isn't the right one. Uh, maybe we will, maybe yeah. maybe we won't do the picture until after a couple of days of airing it. No, it's totally fine. I mean, but that explains the lack of funding. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been one of the funniest times I've ever had on this show. I hope you enjoyed it too. Bye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.